The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So um, just a few words as kind of a refresher or reminder about what we talked about yesterday. I've suggested a number of practices for you to work with during this week. In particular, the practice of choosing a task that happens regularly through the day to support your remembering to be mindful. Uh, Choosing a chore to bring your mindfulness to. And something I didn't uh, say yesterday that's often really helpful around a chore is if you picked a chore that has a particular location uh, in your house or at your work, such as brushing your teeth or washing dishes, using some kind of a prop or a sign or a note can be immensely helpful uh, to remember. Uh, You may find that several days go by without remembering if you don't put a big sign up by your sink or whatever. (laughs) Be mindful. So uh, feel free to use props. Uh, Props are very helpful. So those those two are kind of the some of the basic the basic uh, practices. Then um, yesterday also came up the idea around um, if you're interested in working with something particular in your daily life where you tend to get caught or there's some place of interest for you in exploring a particular theme or pattern in your daily life, go ahead and add that in. I mean, go ahead and and use that also as a a way to support your mindfulness. And then uh, the walking practice also, because we walk all the time. So anytime you can remember to engage in the walking, remembering about being present while walking, one of my teachers, Sayadaw Utejaniya, when asked how he practiced walking meditation, said, I don't practice walking meditation. I practice awareness while walking. And that's what we're doing this week with walking practice, is just seeing if we can engage in the activity of awareness while walking. And often you may find while walking that your mind is thinking about the thing that you're walking to or just randomly wandering through your mental landscape um, and that it's not really necessary to be thinking about what you're thinking about. So coming into the physicality of walking is a great support for bringing the thread of mindfulness through the day. And then the practices on clear comprehension. And um, if some of you looked at the handout, you'll see there are a number of practices on clear comprehension that I suggested. And for the first couple of days, what I'd suggest is to kind of focus on or uh, really work with the purpose and suitability in terms of your activities through the day. Just keeping this idea about um, what your priorities are, what your um, direction of your life, what your aspiration for your life is, keeping that in mind 
and looking at your activities in that light. Not, not as a heavy thing, but just kind of to check in with it. Seeing if you can just keep checking in with that purpose and suitability of your activities. So for the first couple of days, just really monitoring that, not necessarily to do much about it, but to just check in. Um, you may find some things kind of naturally fall away as you check in about this. Um, and you may find there's some areas of, of rub, of, you know, wow, you know, I, I see this isn't quite the best thing to be doing, but boy, I sure want to do this right now. So not to have to stop it artificially, but look at that rub. Pay attention to that rub. So I want to try to hear from as many of you as possible this morning a little bit about what you have chosen as your, uh, your task and your uh, chore. And um, a few, perhaps a few other words around anything you've noticed in particular since the, um, since the instructions yesterday. Just a few words, since there's so many of you. Um, I'm hoping to to hear from as many of you as possible. So just like a couple of minutes for each of you to to talk about what's going on. Uh, On these mornings, often this kind of sharing is what will happen. And because there's so many of you, we won't be able to uh, have everybody share every day. Um, But I think you'll find that the kind of sharing that goes on... um, there often seems to be themes that that uh, that resonate through the whole group. So, uh, hopefully, you'll find this helpful. So, why don't we start over here, Maureen? And we will use the mic here because we are recording. Um, my recurring task is getting up and going, getting down. Um, right now, I, I chose that because right now I'm having trouble with my hip and my knee. And there's a little bit of extra tension to that, too. But there's also things that I push away because, oh, I have to, you know, it's like, okay, let's pay more attention and not close myself off during the, the things I'm, um, I ignore or I suppress. What, what, of, what kinds of things are you ignoring um, or suppressing? Trying not to be completely aware of the pain ah, okay. when there's pain uh-huh. present. Uh-huh. Things like that or self-recrimination for uh, allowing myself to get so unlimber right now that uh-huh. I'm having trouble with this. Okay, great. So that there's a layer that I'm not handling well. Uh-huh, okay. Um, my chore is tending to my cat. So just cat things prepping food, and seeing if we can make it all the way through feeding the cat and actually rinsing out the can and putting it in the recycler. <laughs> that, that might be, you know, a, a landmark for me. <laughs> um, we don't, we get to that like every second day or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Um, I'm aware that I am aware when I drive. There's an expansiveness and a and a um, an alertness that happens on the freeway on the way here. Mm. That it's like, oh, so and I that, that happens this with this retreat in particular. Or well, I noticed it because 
were paying attention. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so it's like I, I got off, on, off the ramp at Shoreline and got onto the freeway, and all of a sudden I was all there. <laughs> it was like, oh, this is good. Yes. And I noticed it. Great. Yeah, so, so really, and this is for all of you, the moment when you remember any time, highlight that, you know, that recognition. What is it like now to be aware? Really um, get familiar with that feeling as you go through the, the week. And thank you, Maureen. Um, the, the aspects that I've chosen in the past to remember they're still engaged, going through a door, getting up, putting on shoes, etc. Um, I've been actually not sort of prior to this uh, retreat been gravitating towards just coming back to the present, just remembering to come back to the present no matter what I'm doing. And if I'm not present, sort of noting, oh, I was thinking, I was planning, I was, is there any hindrances behind the thinking and planning? Just sort of touching on it, mm-hmm. almost noting not investigating it, but just trying to go back to the sense doors of feeling, touching, thinking, and just coming back to the present, whatever I'm doing. So um, I want to just highlight something that's in your language that may reflect something that's also in your mind. Sure. Um, You talk about coming back to the present Mm -hmm. and uh, the ability to come back means that you're already present. Well, I'm engaging in presentness. Okay, so... Um, and so it's a play between so the minds com- going somewhere. The coming back, um, you know, you, you have... You know, mindfulness has re-arisen. Recognize that first, and then acknowledging, okay, it's supportive to direct my attention somewhere. It's the directing of attention that you're doing, not coming back. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm mostly noting, oh, I was there, or I'm just... Uh-huh. And I tend to catch it fairly quickly. It's like, oh, like maybe a breath and a half, too. If it's really juicy, then I'll totally space out and I'll, oh, you know. Uh-huh, right. Uh-huh. But it just, you know. That's great. Now, th- th- I just want to really So uh, the question I have is the, yeah. noting enough. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't make it a heavy thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, really light. But really, um, I know you know that feeling of waking up. Um, kind of really keep emphasizing that aspect, too, as opposed to immediately jumping in with the noting. Okay. Let yourself kind of rest in that. I'm com- able to get the, into. well, I mean, the is, distinction is, between the sitting and having that, and daily walking around doing things, doing that, is in the sitting I can, when I come back, or when I realize, (laughs) there I can sit on it and just sort of, there's a flavor, and there's actually, there's kind of joy in that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, gently kind of come back to the object. In kind of walking around doing stuff, I'm not slowing down. You shouldn't be slowing down. So it that would like slow down the uh, that's what i'm that's what i'm okay so that the idea that it would slow it down no need to have it slow things down just kind of incline the mind towards recognizing that the kind of uh, coming back into awareness okay. it doesn't have to slow things down 
Um, just get better at that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, n- not not to try to work at that, but no, to just, acknowledge it, that cultivation more than yeah. anything else. Yeah. So like you know, you're reaching for the glass, and you just right in the moment of reaching for the glass, you you rec- you wake up into the mindfulness and acknowledge. Oh, here I am, back. You know, and and just kind of. Well, I'm trying to get to the intention that. of reaching into the glass, the initial impetus to. A let go um, of trying to get to that. Well, it yeah, you can't. Make it, right. can't force it, but there's an inclination of the mind to see that. I don't know if that's, those words are better, or if that's uh, even appropriate. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Anything? Anything you've particularly noticed? Oh, uh, well, yeah, a lot. Uh, <laughs> just now, uh, meditating, I have just hor- had horrible hiccups, and I was here no- noticing. The tension hiccups on going to be bothering somebody, so I went someplace else and just let hiccups be hiccups and noted when they came in and came out. And it just was part of the meditation. Uh-huh. And as I settled, it actually helped me settle because it, was a folk, it wasn't something I was looking for, but I was kind of aware of in the background. Uh-huh. Noticed when hiccups would occur, there was a pattern to it, it settled, relax, relax, no hiccups. <laughs> That's kind of neat. <laughs> Thank you, Victor. Uh, hello? Hi. Yeah, try to avoid the microphones. <laughs> no, um, mine is just drinking water. And um, um, just any kind of liquid, I guess, uh-huh. is fine. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, just being aware of that I'm drinking it or that I'm starting to drink it. Because uh, I don't drink enough water. And... Um, that's pretty simple. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say. Uh-huh, um, that's fine. Uh-huh. And uh, for a chore, I I do some kind of technique where I clean my, I force water through my nose and it comes out of out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And then I I can meditate better. I don't know. <laughs> so how long does that that take? That well, it doesn't take long, but I should do it. I, I have to remember to do it because okay. I think it's important to, for health and also I feel better. So um, you might also pick another one where it takes a little longer, like two to five minutes. Um, Does it take that long to do that chore? Maybe it's, it might take two minutes. Okay, that's good then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just see if you can be present for the entire process you could even and this is true for all of you with your chore you know the uh, the awareness of the chore could begin if you can find if you can meet this part when you first think about oh i need to do that and allow the allow the kind of awareness to kind of begin there if you can pick up on that that moment of oh i need to do the dishes now, if you think about that and think, well, I'll do that, you know, an hour from now, you don't worry about trying to stay mindful for that whole hour. But if you think, oh, I, you know, you walk into the kitchen and you see that, oh, I need to do the dishes, see if you can have it begin then, you know, the entire process of, of everything that you do to get ready for it as well. Or, you know, you think about, oh, it's time to brush my teeth. You know, you're you're putting on your your um, 
night clothes and you think it's time to brush my teeth. Everything for that whole process of from that moment until you finish brushing your teeth. So that, that you could also use that too. When you remember from that point. Sometimes, <clears throat> but the process is that you, if you're drinking something, and then you remember. Mm-hmm. So you're in the middle of doing it. And Absolutely, you, yes. Uh, I mean, that, that, this, is, this is expanding the, the mindfulness. I mean, you, you may, you may remember, not remember until the middle of, of, the, of the chore, or you may not remember until you've actually finished yeah. drinking the water. Yes. <laughs> So that's fine. Just to recognize when you remember. That's the main, the main thing for the first few days particularly. Just noticing that. Yeah, thank you. So um, my... Uh, I'm dr- drinking water is what the, the first project. So um, I'm remembering that much, but then... I mean, I haven't been that mindful sometimes, but then I've been remembering pretty nicely, so that's fine. I drank a glass of water right before I left this morning, and as I got out the door, I said, oh, <laughs> nothing too exciting, but that's, that's part of the practice. Wonderful. It is. It absolutely is. The chore. This is not a chore, and I do my own thing. I've done this before. I play music, which I need to practice on more, and it's a, a chant. It's gate, gate, paragate. I play it ten times. And it's kind of an interesting practice because I'm listening to how nice it sounds, but I'm also catching how I'm breathing even in between lines. Um, it's been good so far, but it, this is something I've done before. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. I don't play enough music, and I, I want to develop that talent more, and I figure I might as well practice gate gate. It sounds great. So, um, yeah, it doesn't have to be a chore. It's just is something that you do regularly that yeah. you know takes a certain length of time and that you can work to extend the mindfulness through. Um, I'd encourage you also in that process um, to notice the mental experience of how you feel. I mean, you, you said you were noticing the hearing of the, the how it sounds mm-hmm. and you know the breathing, the physicality of the breathing. Notice any. Um, any attitudes or moods that come up as well. Okay, okay yeah. thanks. Um, for a uh, reminder, something that's uh, driving, especially when uh, people are trying to cut me off. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you try to make a turn out of your lane, they'll try to get in behind you and cut you off from the rear, and that's uh, infuriating. Uh, also, it's... Uh, a good practice when pedestrians are around or bicycle. That's also infuriating. Bicycles are infuriating and pedestrians are dangerous. Um, my other practice is while eating, but I want to ask a question. Yeah. So let's suppose I sit down to write a letter and decide to be mindful. Now when I'm writing a letter, I'm completely taken up with what I want to say. I don't think that's mindful at all, and I don't think uh, it makes sense for me sitting there saying, oh, look at me writing the letter. Uh, It doesn't make sense. So I want to be absorbed when I write the letter, not mindful. So So, what's going on? um, This is a real, uh, this is an edge for us, and it's particularly 
you know, it's relevant for not only writing, writing letters, writing emails, but speech. Um, that, you know, we have this idea that when we're engaged in content, I mean, I think some of this comes from our instructions in sitting practice that when we're engaging in the sitting meditation, we let go of content. You know, we don't engage with content. And that makes it difficult to learn how to engage with content and be mindful at the same time, which is one of the practices we really need to learn for our daily life. How do we integrate those two? How do we engage in writing and mindfulness at the same time? The... um, and, and it is possible, actually. You can, you can think, know your thinking, know what you're thinking, know the content, and know that you are thinking. So there's, it's possible to have an awareness of what you're doing, be engaged with the content, and yet still be aware of kind of how you're relating to what you're doing. And that's the, that's the main peace that supports our ability to engage with content and be mindful, to connect with how what we are communicating, so writing an email or writing a letter, how does it resonate with us? How do we feel as we are engaging in this content, engaging in thinking about communicating this to to the other person? We can look at a very simple level around this. The kind of beginning uh, level is to look at whether there's agitation or ease in the mind as you are engaging with that content. So, um, you know, it, there's, it's, it, this is a challenging area with bringing your mindfulness into our daily activities, but it is possible. It's, it's a different kind of mindfulness than we engage in in our sitting practice, where we are letting go of thoughts. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of just, it's, it's, it's a kind of a tracking. It's, it's almost a, a, a way in which the, the mind has two, two parts. It's got the part that's kind of contemplating the topic, the theme, the content, and it's got the part that's knowing what's happening. And they can both be going at the same time. So it's, uh, it's a challenge, but I, I encourage all of you, if you're interested in this, to, to, to practice, to, to play with this, uh, particularly in writing emails. Because... Um, you know the the uh, the whole process of learning how to do this, learning how to engage in checking in with what you're saying, the content and the mindfulness simultaneously. It's certainly easier to do that in writing than in speech. So, as a place to begin, that capacity for engaging the mindfulness with content. Writing is a great place to begin. So thank you for that. Uh, I picked uh, brushing my teeth and uh, washing the dishes 
And um, I had my uh, electric toothbrush charging for quite some time, and I haven't been using it. <laughs> so I decided to use it. <laughs> and I just, I really was quite mindful how my whole, uh, my, my skull was, writ, was <laughs> vibrating. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I was really aware of that sensation. <laughs> so that was interesting. And um, I, I'm going to enjoy that because it keeps it, you know, it's, it's a small movement, but it's, it's, it's helpful because it's, it's easy to, to, watch, to watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I was doing, I was trying to clean a pot, and I was more than, I've never had this experience really, so something's going on. I really, no, I had this mental noting like pressure. Because we talked about the that the elements, maybe yeah. yeah, and maybe that was the earth element. And I said, you're, you're feeling pressure. You really, you know, I've never done that before. Mm. I've never made the mental note while I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mindful in the past. Mm-hmm. So, and I think I'm also I've been I was doing more cleaning in the tub. Same movement. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing that, I was noticing, you know, smooth. It's very smooth. It's rough. And feeling that, you know, and I was enjoying feeling that, the sensations. So um, it it sounds like you've picked a couple of chores, which is great. Um, have you also picked something that kind of is a recurring thing that happens regularly through your day? Like that will happen, you know, three well, or four times an hour or something like that? I think walking is walking. Great is probably you know because what's happening is that even before the retreat, for some reason, I'm, I'm not really sure what it is, and I don't really care. But I'm just becoming more mindful. <laughs> Something's going on, uh-huh. and so I noticed when I was going down the steps, all of a sudden my mind, I've it just started saying, "Lift step, lift step," you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it was. I, I don't know. It was. I don't know what it was just going on. Okay. So I don't have to choose it. It's choosing me and mm-hmm. <laughs> great. it's going on. <laughs> the other thing that's never happened before quite like this is um, I have a lot of anxiety because they're, they're coming in to inspect in my apartment. And so and that's why I'm cleaning and all that. And so and I got exposed to some neurocytoxins um, last night. So I thought, well, that's going to affect you. That might affect your thinking. So I'm in here, and I'm, I'm meditating, and I'm ha- thinking about that, and I'm all having this anxiety, and I'm thinking what they're going to do when they see certain things. And so I started making mental notes. Well, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're engaging in cognitive distortions, and you're, you know, you're catastrophizing. And, you know, I started noting this, because I thought, you know, you know this is going to happen because you're inhaling this, this stuff that accidentally touched the heater, and it came on and so it affected me so I'm, I'm noting making mental notes of that so that was new for you to be able to be noting your thoughts that way you well said, in real time like that uh-huh, great great <laughs> that <was helpful. laughs> thank you I find that um most of the things that happen to me is when I'm doing nothing. That is when I'm... It isn't I'm doing nothing. I'm not even doing that. 
when I'm just sitting here and just meditating, although I'm not even doing that, I'm just open and um, I'm listening. And then, if not immediately, pretty quickly, I begin to feel all kinds of feelings. Uh, in the group last night that I was in, I stirred something up in me. I knew I was stirred up. I didn't know what it was about. Uh, recently, that is, in the last six months since I've been coming back to meditation, I find out that after I would leave in the evening, I would be very open and very angry. Uh, being angry is all right, but I, I knew very well how to justify my anger. And uh, when you justify your anger, at least in my case, it's very difficult to get rid of. Mm. And eventually it goes away. I do nothing about it. It just goes away. And then when it would come back, I would be aware of it. And being aware of it, since I didn't like anger, I was able to let it go. That is, give up its justification. Mm -hmm. That's the way I let it go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, last night, after I left the group here, I realized I had some feelings, and I all of a sudden realized, and it wasn't being mindful of anything, of how utterly angry I was. And something that I haven't experienced in many years. I used to experience that. And I I just accepted it because I, if I get angry, then that is who I am at mm -hmm. that time. Mm -hmm. I was rather surprised. I told a friend of mine, and since I didn't like it, it disappeared. <laughs> so... In conclusion, in summary, I don't have to do anything except when something happens to me, and it will happen when I'm doing nothing, than to be aware, and if I can, let it go. Mm -hmm. And, and um, you can also see if you can expand that awareness into those times when, it, when not, not much is happening, through recognizing... That, because the mind will come back into awareness more than just when something is happening, like that anger. That there'll be times when not much is happening and you kind of recognize, oh, I'm sitting here, just sitting here. Kind of highlighting that, too. Just that recognition of remembering. Oh, anger is just one of the things. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing is... Uh, in the kind of work I do, I, um, I'm very successful, and then I get frustrated. And my past frustration, that is, I'm still frustrated, I, I tend to push it. I don't like that. I must overcome that. And I've learned that that gets me nowhere. In fact, it's uh, anti-creative for what I do. And I have learned just to let it go, do something else read a good book or a lousy book or do something. Mm -hmm. Some of the things I don't like what I'm doing mm -hmm. uh, in, in order to avoid feeling that frustration. But I become increasingly aware of not 
liking them. And so I can more easily let go. Mm-hmm. And I feel if I can live long enough, I'll get through this life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Irv. <laughs> I missed your instruction yesterday. I had to leave. But I was thinking as we were, as I was listening, and I think I would like to um, use the repetitive act of getting in and out of a car because I do that a lot. And I notice sometimes I leave the keys in the car. Mm. I have been very unmindful in that act many times. So it it would be worthwhile for me. And and then um, that would be the repetitive thing. And then um, the other thing is a chore. Um, I I think I like the chore of um, brushing my teeth because I often am looking for entertainment while I brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. And um, it will be really <laughs> work for me not to want to turn on the radio or uh-huh. the television. So, I mean, <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. Nobody has to speak if they don't want to. <laughs> well, I uh, I chose for the repetitive chore getting in the car as well, <laughs> and uh, and pressing the ignition button. Um, so there's that, and then uh, the repetitive is the morning. Uh, uh, teeth uh, and uh, neti pot and all of that stuff and uh, I, I guess I just realized that I have to have the radio on uh, when I do. <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to give that up uh, morning NPR but okay and, and you don't necessarily have to give it up, mm. but notice if there's any clinging or yeah. what the results, the ramifications of having the radio on. Right. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> um, the thing that I've really been spending time on is uh, clear comprehension since yesterday. And uh, I'm not liking what I, what I see, actually. I... Uh, when I think about my aspirations and, uh, and what I'm doing, and I realize that uh, my goals have an inordinate amount of idealization in them, and uh, I'm going to be looking at that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's that's really very interesting. Actually, I'm I'm clinging to uh, ideals that uh, are not grounded in. Uh, in reality. So, be working on that. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you. Oh, Linda's. Yeah. Um, the repetitive. Um, I, I also missed your instruction uh, yesterday, and I've decided that the repetitive act is um, I do a lot of tooth flossing, <laughs> and I do it while I'm driving. <laughs> Um, with those little those little flossing picks that you can get. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
anyway, I just thought of a whole scenario about how to get the floss clear around your tooth by utilizing the steering wheel. But <laughs> that, that probably is a sideline. Um, I just, I, I tend to go from thing to thing, you know, a kind of obsession to obsession, and I get sidetracked. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pick any task that I'm involved in, and try to carry it through to completion, mm-hmm. and be very conscious about that. That um, sounds great. Yeah, because I just have unfinished things everywhere. Yeah. Thank you. Why don't you bring it down for Gary? Uh, my tasks uh, is the drinking of anything. You know, to be mindful of that and to be aware of it. You know, prior to doing it, and it's it's happening on its own, much deeper and much more mindfully than it has in the past. Is that one you used in the past for? Um, Actually, I can't remember what uh-huh. I used in the past. <laughs> That's mindfulness. <laughs> uh, and also, um, the preparation of food. Mm-hmm. The That's close a great one. Yeah. observation and the joy and the satisfaction of that in seeing the aspects uh, unfold that where you want to hurry, where you want it all ready to be prepared, even though you're enjoying it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And... Um, that sounds great, yeah. And then uh, really observing the precepts, too. You know, like with, you know, not killing anything like the ants and uh, no television, no radio. Mm-hmm. Just staying in the container of this, really making it something different and in, in, um, utilizing all the awareness that I can, you know, bring into, you know, the changes of this householder's retreat. Yeah. And that will support you and others of you who uh, are in so inclined. Um, you might also look at that kind of as a, uh, you know, some renunciation around some of the things you habitually engage in. And the radio thing is one. Um, television, um, internet surfing, <laughs> you know, things, like, things like that that um, are more entertainment oriented in a way. You know, can we let go of that in the in the kind of coming into the container around purpose and suitability? Yeah. And and just this feeling that's uh, come up of this just great gratitude of uh, you know the sangha, Buddha sangha and Dharma, you know, and just that that's been discovered and 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 being in in the flow of it, engaged mm-hmm. in it, mm-hmm. and that's been really joyous, nice. Thank you. So my task seems to be having recently walked through a door. Um, <laughs> in fact, I noticed this morning that cars have doors. Uh-huh. They do. <laughs> doors happen everywhere. I mean, even, even this is a door. <laughs> I, I noticed that when I got home. <laughs> And uh, my chore is uh, brushing.
brushing my teeth, and I was very mindful of putting the toothpaste on my toothbrush. And evidently, I completed the job because there was no toothpaste on my toothbrush this morning. <laughs> so, yeah, so keeping that... That's, that's the challenge with the, 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 the chores, like keeping the continuity. Um, you might just check and see if there's a little heaviness in the mindfulness initially, you know, in that putting your toothbrush, your toothpaste on your toothbrush. Um, or see if you can notice, here's another way to play with this. Um, uh, you know, as you're doing this, as you're engaging in mindfulness, you have an opportunity to begin to see where the mind gets pulled away from it. So can you see where the mind starts to leave the task? Let's play with that. So on the, um, the notion of purpose, I find that I've got a big sort of hitch with the, the phrase deepest purpose. And, mm-hmm. and I've been trying to sort of work through that. I think some is the... I, I, I think my... My sense of purpose, there's a lot of attachment weaved in uh-huh, with uh-huh, it that uh-huh. I'm having a hard time separating out the sort of noble side of the purpose from the, the fear that's behind it. Mm-hmm. The, so partly in the reflection yesterday, I, I was addressing that through the question, you know, when I, I said, if that phrase, deepest aspiration, kind of causes some agitation what is it that's guiding you? Mm-hmm. So to, to back that, off a little bit that's been of that. And, but your, your way at look, of looking at it in terms of the rub, you know, that's, that's really helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at the place where it does you know, rub and where it is too idealistic or um, a sense of clinging to something versus opening to um, you know, the term aspiration has that sense of moving towards as opposed to having to uh, accomplish. The, the other thing that, that I find I get hung up on is it feels like to pick the deepest aspiration is to deny the other aspirations in mm-hmm. my life. You know, I want to mm-hmm. be... You know, okay, there's this big thing I want to do, but I'm also an uncle and I've got a dog. And you know, I mean, there's other... Well, that's the whole framework of purpose and suitability, you know, to, to see how all of those things fit together and still can move you in the direction. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and um, you know, that aspiration doesn't necessarily have to be something that is, you know, um, the, the aspiration is more like the, the, the North Star, the, the, the guiding direction. It's that direction we're looking for. And to see, can we bring our uh, activities in line with that direction? So it doesn't have to be. Uh, yeah, I would back off some some a little bit about the idea of deepest aspiration, if that's if that's uh, mm-hmm. causing some glitches <laughs> for you. Thank you. I chose as my recurring task uh, standing up, which I've done before. But I notice that it's something I do a lot of, and it's really driven by some anxiety. <clears throat> it's hard for me to just sit still. Uh-huh. So it, I have lots of opportunity. Um, and then I, I've chosen for the um, 
uh, other thing, <laughs> the brushing my teeth. And um, I'm noting a certain crankiness in me. Like, I don't particularly care for brushing my teeth, and <laughs> so now I'm having to focus and realize I don't do it long enough. And, uh-huh. and there's kind of underlying crankiness that I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> and and just, just hang out with the crankiness. Yeah. You know, no need to actually... Uh, have the agenda to figure it out. If you just hang out with it, it'll it'll surface. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> the underlying agendas will surface if you just hang out with it. Thank you. Um, for the recurrent reminder, I uh, picked the getting up and sitting down. I've done that in the past. It's been very useful. Uh, for the chore, I uh, picked the brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also something I did in the past, and um, but my problem, I think, uh, now is I feel that, uh, like, I'm I think I'm pretty aware as I go through the day, but I'm kind of like watching myself like a spectator, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, there, my activities I feel is still more uh, a lot of driven by habits, like when I sit down to do something, I automatically put on my headphone, click the item on the iTunes, and so this multitasking too much. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm aware of that. I, 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 when I click on that button, I probably shouldn't do that, but I do that anyway. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, I, um, so I'm adding this also. Whenever I switch an activity, I'm adding this as a, Great. Something to be aware of. Great. It sounds, that I sounds can. really helpful, particularly if you're interested in understanding the kind of underlying motivations yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Great. Thank you. We have time for one or so more, one or two maybe. Okay. Um, for my repetitive task, I picked touching things, which is giving me loads of opportunity to keep <laughs> coming back to mindfulness, either because I am touching something or I just touched something. It happens all the all time. The time. Even, you know, no, even as we were sitting here, just the yeah. contact of the, you know, anywhere that I'm feeling contact. Um, f- I'm continuing with the chore of morning shower, toothbrushing, and this morning, your description yesterday of just staying with the sensation <laughs> made me realize that for the last couple of years, I've been working so hard to be aware of the awareness of the showering. I'm like, oh, it's a lot easier. (laughs) (laughs) This morning's joke. Um, So that was interesting. And then um, you invited us to think about or be aware of a pattern, mental pattern. And so there's some sort of relationship between, uh, in my week, between working hard, over-efforting, and then fatigue, but it it shifts quickly into some sort of sense of deprivation. Mm. And there's a piece of it that's a delusion. Uh-huh. And there's a piece of it that relates to fatigue. And I'm, it's, it just feels very mysterious to me, and so I'm hanging out with that uh-huh. and trying to see what happens. Great. The mysterious part is, it, it helps with that interest, you know. It's like, what is this? You yeah, know? because the inner slave driver would tend to want to solve it right now <laughs> and get done with it. Right. Um, but it's a big, big old mess. Yeah, so. yeah. great. Why don't you pass it back to, um, I don't know your name. What's your name? Oh, it's Chris. Chris, okay. Um, well, my chore is brushing my teeth 
and I, too, use an electric toothbrush, and I really got a kick out of it yesterday, last night, and this morning, how many senses it really awakens. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it wasn't, it, it was, so. you know, it's two minutes in the program, and... Uh, it never occurred to me that I could include putting the toothpaste on the toothbrush. <laughs> so I'll add that tonight. Uh, maybe I'll brush my teeth again at noon. I don't know. Just to check it out. Um, and the chore I chose, I, I think I'm going to re-choose because it's whenever I, ter- I have an iPhone and I check my email or my mess- instant messages um, frequently. And you do that a lot through the day. Uh-huh. I do that a uh-huh. lot through the day, and so I thought, well, that would be a great thing to do. Um, but then uh, some of the other things seemed like they'd also be great things to do, so I'm not sure about that. Well, well, choose whatever you feel like you have the kind of interest for. I mean, looking at your messages on the iPhone, that might be a really good one to look at because you might discover some kind of underlying motivations, a lot of things driving that. So it could inf- open into a, a really interesting exploration okay. if, well, you, if you do it, that. It seemed like it, but then everybody else's things sounded really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can pick two. <laughs> pick more. And, and the aspiration, and um, and then what I, my activities are. I, I'm just really intrigued with that as well. But I, I, I've just more started to think about it. Yeah, and and it is a reflection for the first couple of days. It's more in the area of reflection. Yeah. So allowing it to be that. So we need to stop. I'm sorry we didn't get to the last three of you.